Nisam Bulavinaka, Māori Ali. I'm Waratila Epitela. Welcome to Pacific Waves. Coming up. When this virus, you know, is spreading and beginning to infect our leaders, uh, then we've, we've got some real issues here to deal with. Two months on from the devastating volcanic eruption and tsunami, battling COVID-19 is the biggest issue confronting Tonga. And so some people are in support of the government's move just to eliminate the transmission of the community cases. Samoa has recorded its first COVID-19 case from community transmission and Samoa's government has activated a level two lockdown. It was shocking. You, you've got young young people as, as young as you know primary school age who are developing some harmful um, behaviours as a result of their excessive gaming. And gaming harm is impacting a growing number of Pacific youth in Aotearoa. Two months on from the devastating volcanic eruption and tsunami, battling COVID-19 is the biggest issue confronting Tonga. There have been more than 2,500 cases of the virus and 273 in the last reporting, with an official death of two. From Sunday, the country is imposing a stricter lockdown and Don Wiseman asked our correspondent in Tonga, Galafi Moala, what is driving that? Well, it is multiplying every week. The number of those uh, of active cases is being doubled and new cases uh, are just going up. And of course, one of the big things that happened, uh, Don, is that uh, uh, as of last week, and the Prime Minister of Tonga, Huakawa uh, Meiliku, was tested positive. And then a couple of days ago, uh, there have been three other ministers of the cabinet tested positive. So it's, it's hitting our leadership uh, here in Tonga. Even the Minister of Health is being isolated as a contact person. He had had contact with somebody that was tested positive. So when this virus you know, is spreading and beginning to infect our leaders, uh, then we've, we've got some real issues here to deal with. So as of Sunday, you're going into another lockdown? That's correct. In other words, a complete lockdown, all stores are closed. Uh, the only places that would be open would be like the clinics, the hospital, the essential services. But it will be a, a week of a complete lockdown. Given what the country has been through over the last two months... How are the people generally coping with it all? People are, are used to, to uh, every year there's normally a, a cyclone that comes by and uh, some people are affected worse than others. Uh, so they're used to the temporary changing of lifestyles and so on. But this uh, disaster uh, is being really felt uh, deeply. Uh, and uh, people are coping, you know, those that were not really affected directly. But there are major changes happening to people that had to be relocated. And as of three days ago, there were announcements of practically new villages or new settlements that was going to be created uh, mostly here on Tongatapu Island 
where people that have been uh, affected from the outer islands, where their village was uh, completely wiped out, they will be relocated rather permanently to these new locations. So this was announced uh, about three days ago, and the land that uh, was donated, given to this, came from the uh, king, from the royal family themselves. And so that's going to be a major project of uh, having four or five locations uh, where new villages, new settlements are going to be rebuilt up for relocations of uh, people that were directly affected. And that's a big one for Tonga. Yes, a very uh, generous move by the king, is it? Yes, it, it is. I mean, uh, he's the one, he's the biggest landowner in Tonga anyway, and uh, uh, he just so happens to to have those locations that are secure, and the relocation can be can be done there freely. What is the feeling among the villagers having to move from their home islands? Well, uh, it's, it's a, a situation where they have to be practical. There was no way, uh, as we have talked to quite a number of people uh, uh, yet to be relocated, they're just so glad that they were alive from the disaster. And, and uh, quite a number of them don't want to have to go back uh, to those locations because of uh, possible future disasters that can happen. So the relocation is really... Uh, um, based on, on security, and yet at the same time, particularly older people, they still talk about where they grew up, where their parents grew up, and and reminisce on uh, on where they're, they're from. And, uh, and definitely uh, the relocation is going to be more a practicality issue rather than people really willingly uh, being relocated. Kalafi Moala speaking to Don Wiseman. People in Samoa are panic shopping and there are long lines for money transfer businesses without social distancing in the hours before Samoa goes into a level 3 lockdown at midnight. Samoa has recorded its first COVID-19 case from community transmission and Samoa's government has activated a level 2 lockdown. Our correspondent in Samoa, Joita Faapoli Ali, has the latest. So at exactly 10.30pm last night was when Prime Minister Fiume Naomi Mata'afa addressed the country. Um, this was followed following their cabinet uh, meeting, emergency cabinet meeting rather, with the New York, the National Emergency Committee members, when they discovered a confirmed community case of a 29-year-old female um, from Vaitelitsai. The Prime Minister said that she went in for a test because she's supposed to depart today for Fiji. And that's when they discovered that she was tested positive. Did they give any further information just about um, possibly how this uh, woman contracted the virus? No, that's and that's the question that everyone is asking. I've emailed uh, the chairman, Angafili Shemleo, several times, um, including the press secretary, just because everyone is asking how did she contract the virus. 
Have they started contact tracing just to see, to locate her movements and, and to alert the people who may have been in contact with her to go and get tested? Yes, the Prime Minister assured last night that the Ministry of Health has already started contract uh, tracing and that's how they were able to come, I mean, Neok was able to come up with her movements and where she went throughout the whole week, as well as the people that she she was in contact with. So today the there are, I would say, two um, testing sites that the Ministry of Health have opened up. And I was there earlier today to get tested as well. And I saw more than 20 people in one tent, um, similar numbers in the other um, the other building that was further down from the hospital. So are you now in lockdown? Is, is, that what, is, is that the next part of the phase? The government is looking at possibly moving into lockdown? Last night, alert level two was activated. That means everyone had to wear, wear face masks and carry around their uh, vaccination cards. And that was activated last night at midnight. Tonight, at midnight tonight, is when it's going to be a full nationwide lockdown and only essential services will be available and everything will be shut down, um, down all the businesses, even um, the services, including getting cash power and whatnot, all closed down tonight at midnight until next week, Tuesday. So the lockdown is, is just for several days until, I guess, the government finds out whether any more cases will come will appear? Definitely. The lockdown is just for a few days until if anything changes. I'm sure the government uh, will make you know the necessary announcements. Since you had started the repatriation flights, there have always been COVID cases at the border in Samoa, but not within the community. So how are people feeling at the moment? Starting this morning, you know, we saw a lot of people panic shopping is, is exactly what happened um, over at the big supermarkets. It was crowded, the parking lot. You couldn't even find parking and then there's people lining outside to go into the shops, um, as well as the money transfers, uh, businesses. Um, the banks closed that too, so the banks were were full, were fully packed, as well as the money transfer businesses. But, you know, you also get the sense from the people that because it's happened before, the lockdown happened before, it was just a matter of time that we encounter another lockdown. It's beginning to be part of uh, of life now. You know, it's, it's the new no, uh, normality for, for, for Samoa. And I guess, too, that there's also, obviously, connections with the neighbouring American Samoa, which is also, obviously, um, currently um, going through community cases as well there. A lot of people agree with the lockdown. Some of people don't agree with the lockdown. But... You know, we have to learn from what's happening in American Samoa. Now that 1,000 people have been confirmed positive, and we don't want that here. And so some people are in support of the government's move just to eliminate the transmission of the community cases. I was speaking there to our correspondent in Samoa, Joita Fa'apuli Fengai Ali'i.
gaming harm is impacting a growing number of Pacific youth in Aotearoa. A new study has revealed shocking insights into the harmful effects of online gaming on Pacifica and how it could be a gateway to problem gambling. Increased time and money is being spent on gaming and it's impacting not only high school aged youth but also primary school children. Our reporter Alicia Foon has been covering the study and I asked her what are some of the key findings in it. The Pacifica Youth Online Gaming and Gambling Research led by Mapumaya Pacifica Service and Moana Research found that uh, there were 800 youth across New Zealand but 402 young Pacifica Um, were interviewed and participants reveal that family members as young as five are showing symptoms of gaming harm and she says there needs to be more investment in problem gambling and that's lead researcher Dr Sienne Tofa who says the results are concerning. It was shocking you've got young young people as as young as you know primary school age who are developing some harmful um, behaviours as a result of their excessive gaming. Two-thirds of Pacifica survey respondents spent um, on average two to five hours of, um, you know, gaming in one session. Um, Gerhard Birking is the health promotion lead for gambling service provider Mapumaya, and he says the study also found a worrying association between gaming and gambling. Young Pacifica gamers spend more money than any other group on loot boxes, which are lucky dip boxes that yield virtual rewards and cost gamers real money. And those are a huge concern. And um, when looking at whether they've spent over $20 per month on loot boxes, Pacific were a little bit they're non-Maori, non-Pacific, 22% compared with 10%. And uh, that's a worry for us. These are the same techniques that are that the gambling industry use to encourage gamblers to play longer or spend more money. A lot of the techniques that gambling uh, and um, gambling harm are associated with is kind of teaching these young gamers to want to reward and to spend real-life money in order to get there. So, so that's quite um, a shocking thing as well. The research um, also demonstrated that the impact of the first COVID-19 lockdown on Pacifica youth um, in terms of their gaming behaviour increased in terms of the amount of time they were spending. Uh, There was also a lot more money spent on games compared to any other groups as well. And so what do the lead researchers hope to use with the information collected in this report? The researchers would like this particular finding to lead to more studies because with more studies there are, there's more academic evidence that can be shown to governments to um, create some real change around the area of gaming and gambling and loot boxes something that I mentioned earlier um, allowing gamers to be able to have virtual rewards um, but using real money um, to buy these uh, I guess um, incentives and in, in games this must be regulated so they're calling for loot boxes which are a mode of gambling to be regulated and that's um, been recognized in Belgium as a form of gambling and even China have safeguards around that so they're asking that New Zealand really start to monitor what's happening in the gaming space because we're seeing that children as young as five um, are showing signs of harm. I was speaking there to Alicia Foon. 
that's Pacific Waves for now. Remember, you can download us free to your device from Spotify, iHeart or Apple Podcasts. And if you are using Apple, please leave us a rating so others can also find us. I'm Moira Tuila Epitaylor.